SAFM Sports Special with John Ferreca. Your Sporting Information Centre. Time for our regular cycling feature here on SAFM Sports Special. A little bit late today. Apologies for that. Chatting to Cycling South Africa PR and Communications Officer Mayling Painter. Mayling, good chatting to you. Let's wrap up the Rio Olympic Games. I guess we were still talking about the, the mountain bike race last time we spoke last week. So how did it go? Hi, John. Yes, uh, last week, uh, as we started our show, the race actually started. And um, with cross-country racing, it's uh, 90 minutes of fast-paced action. And we were mentioning uh, whether Nino Schurter would actually do it. It was one of his elusive medals. Uh, he had a silver and a bronze from previous Olympic Games, but this year he's gone and added the gold to his collection. So congrats to Nino. He's the Swiss, uh, Swiss rider. And, yeah, we had Alan Hatherley and James Reed, and Alan had an amazing 26 place finish um, at 20 years old. Um, it was a, a phenomenal finish for him, um, and his performance also showed his strength. Uh, he started near the back of the field, so it was always going to be difficult for him to work his way through the field. But he did so, and he ended up riding most of the race with Simon Andreasen, who is a Danish rider and also the 2015 UCI Junior World Champion, so a rider of uh, high caliber as well. Um, and then on the other hand, James Reed uh, had a race that he would rather forget, which was dotted with punctures and a crash, which ultimately saw him being pulled from the course due to the 80% rule. So in cross-country mountain biking, it's on a relatively short track, like a four-and-a-half-kilometer track, and there's quite a couple of cyclists on there. So you can imagine as the race progresses, the leaders start lapping the back markers quite quickly. Mm. Um, so then the 80% rule is to prevent the lapping and, and the track congestion. So you have to be within 80% of the leader's lap time, otherwise they pull you off the course. So uh, unfortunately, that happened to James. Overall, is Cycling South Africa happy with the performance at Rio? Yes, yeah, cycling South Africa is, is very happy. Obviously, medals are something that we would love to have come home with. But, I mean, we had two top tens in the two road races. Um, and, yeah, the mountain biking race was fantastic. Carl Dodd was unfortunate in his uh, races to just be squeezed out of the top four with a fifth place. Um, but also, he's a young rider. He's 22 years old. So there's a good, uh, there's a good future for these guys in the sport. And tasting something like the Olympics is very, good it's making them even more hungry now and it's something they definitely want to come back to so there's now that long-term plan that they can work towards no rest for the skinny guys they went from the, the yep. tour they went to the olympic games now the big boys are riding live welter how is how south africa doing there south africa is uh, they're not doing too badly um you know teams i mentioned data uh, they've got uh, some south african riders in there as well we've got three riders um, but uh, their non-South African riders were, you know, picked up, uh, I think there were three top ten results uh, during the course of the first week. And yesterday, uh, Jacques Janser van Rensburg uh, was in the break, the main break of the day, and he eventually crossed the line in sixth place. So typically a race that they would look at getting going for stage wins, but a couple of top tens is not bad for them at all. And uh, the race has just finished, uh, the stage just finished a, a couple of minutes ago, so I haven't got the... GC outside of the top 10 that they show on TV. But Lou Mankies is currently placed 22nd, which was before the start of today's stage and four minutes off the, off the time. But I must tell you, John, if you've been watching any of the Volta, it looks like a hell of a brutal route. Mm. Uh, to me, it looks much, those climbs look much tougher than what the Tour de France offered. <laughs> and maybe it's just a different perspective or maybe the Tour has the camera footage that make it look good and romanticized. But yeah, this is really, really looking brutal.
Now, let's go to women's racing and some big news. I was I discovered this a little while ago. I had to keep it secret. Uh, the 947, <laughs> the, tel- the Telcom 947, now I've got new sponsors, uh, going to be running a, U- a UCI 1.1 category road race again. So, so hopefully some international teams coming through again. Yeah, so uh, UCI Category 1.1 race is quite a high-ranking race that uh, earns the rider a lot of points in comparison to, say, a UCI 1.2 race. Um, or actually, the 1.2 race, I think, is a two-day uh, two race. But uh, a 2.1 race would carry less points. So um, this is like a, a really good um, dollop of points that our riders can get by participating. And in order to host the 1.1 race, we have to invite, as part of the requirements uh, to host that, uh, the UCR say that you have to invite uh, the top 10 ranked teams in the world sure. and the top, uh, the top five ranked nations. So to have that for the women's race is, is fantastic, and that's a, a minimum of 15 teams that we're going to be fielding and quality teams as well from the world. Um, we did have it last year as well, mm. and that gave Ashley Gorman a lot of uh, a, a lot of a points boost, which assisted in her ranking for um, getting her into the. I think she was ranked sixth at the end of last year, and it was a great help to be coming home and to get those points on home soil. It's also a good one for South Africans to race because it's not in the European season, so it's good news that South Africans yes. can win lots of points there. Yeah, no, they absolutely do, and it gives a lot of our riders who aren't on the European circuit a chance to to stretch their legs here in the country and to get onto the points tally as well. In addition to that, I think South Africa is also hosting two UCR 1.2 races, so slightly less points wait, uh, waiting, but uh, two, there's going to be two separate one-day races, so, um, you know, two, two back-to-back, and that's in the week leading up to the 947. Um, so there's a lot of uh, racing action coming up soon. It gives the riders now that travel all the way out to South Africa for one a one-off race. Right. Now they can actually come down for the week. Mm. They come down to Maritzburg. They've got uh, two races uh, back-to-back, and then off to Johannesburg for all the, the media fanfare and all that that happens the day before. And then uh, they have a, a Twitter ride as well, the 947. So it's uh, something unique, and the, the riders like to be involved with that. And then, of course, the, the big race on Sunday. Okay, so the, those teams will be invited. We're going to find out who they are later, I guess, once they've accepted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the notifications have gone out, you know, that this is on the calendar. So it, it, it follows a, a bit of a behind-the-scenes pro, uh, process. But as soon as we get notification of which teams have said, yeah, we're coming through for this, Eight. then, of course, we... We put that, that letter out, yeah. We had a German team out last time, or Dutch team, German team, German team came out last time. Let's go yeah, to... Mariana Forst was out as well. That's right, um, yeah. Although she wasn't racing last year at, at top notch, but she was definitely here, and she rode as well in the 947. Um, I think she had a little bit of an off patch last year, uh, if I remember correctly, sort of that time of the year. Um, so she was taking it a bit easy, but lovely to see her here. She was uh, actively involved in the Twitter ride and also um, participating in the 947 mm. itself. So great to see her casually cycle as well. Yeah, still faster than me. Okay, coming up next yeah. weekend, the UCI World Cup for cross-country downhill in Andorra. Is South Africans taking part in this? Um, there will be some South Africans uh, taking part, particularly in the downhill race. We've got uh, Stefan Golicki, who, who is overseas and competing overseas as well. Um, who is our national champion. And then, of course, Greg Minar, who's one of the most highly rated downhill uh, riders of all time. Mm-hmm. So this takes place in Andorra, which is in Europe. It's a, it's a small principality in Europe, and that's on the 3rd and 4th of December. And it's the sixth round of the cross-country series and the seventh round of the downhill 
And immediately following that weekend is the Downhill World Championships. So it will be a nice uh, event for the Downhill Riders to also test everybody's form um, and then going into World Champs, which is the big daddy for them. Your safety tip of the week, please, Meili. Um Safety tip is a, an appeal to motorists to exercise caution when overtaking cyclists. Now, John, this might sound like something that we've touched on before, but what I'd like to point out is that when you're overtaking a cyclist in front of you, particularly on a single carriageway, uh, be, be vigilant of oncoming uh, traffic. Obviously, you'll see an oncoming car, so you won't overtake or wander into that lane. But if you do overtake a, a bicycle, or even if you're going to overtake a car, mm. be vigilant for oncoming cyclists. And it's, it's often an area that, that's neglected because you're focusing on overtaking the car in front of you or the bicycle in front of you. But it's the oncoming uh, runner or cyclist that, that you, you're going to look for on the other side of the road. So it's just a, just a bit of a notification to please be vigilant, guys, when, you, when you're driving your vehicle. And I saw somebody going through a red robot again today, Sunday mornings, oh, another red no, robot. I'm going, to start, I'm going to start naming and shaming, I've decided. Yeah, you know, and a lot of these guys do wear club kits, uh, yep. so it can be, uh, they can be easily identifiable, but yeah, please guys, cyclists, don't go through red roads, you must obey the rules of the road, um, and that way you can look out for everybody's safety. Although, on a positive note, I saw there was a club ride, and the robots changed colour as half the peloton were through, and the half stopped, and the other half went through, and the half stopped and waited, right. I thought that was well done, so... That oh, that's good to you. Yeah. Out in, out in thank you, John. Well to you. All right, Maylene Painter, thank you very much. Cycling South Africa's PR and Communications Officer. We do that every week. You can find that podcast as well. That'll be up on Monday.